0: What? Twitter news. People have been replying back to us again.
1: I didn't know people replied to us in the first place.
0: Well, you got that jazz and all that. Well, she actually replies. Yeah, again. Well, what she said now? Well, um, basically, like, uh, you know, I said to her, Are oh, we do it out of love? Just like bothering them to go retweet our podcast. Yeah. She turned around and said, Oh, don't we all, mate? Keep up the bad work. Wink wink. Bad as in rough as and good. I'm not too sure what she means by that.
1: No, nor do I. I I've, you know what a neg.
0: Yeah. Do you know what a neg is? No. It's like where people. It's like a backhanded compliment.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if that's a backhanded compliment or whether that is a compliment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Jordan replied back. Oh, no, I told you about that one yesterday. So we love him now.
1: Well, no, you didn't. What did he say? Oh,
0: Jordan. Yeah, Jordan was like, uh, he's like, oh, why are you guys recording it out of sequence? Because uh, we did episode one then episode two, then we jumped to episode four. Oh right. So he's watching it then. Well he says he's he's enjoying the podcast so far, he's trying to keep it up.
1: Oh, awesome. Oh,
0: you're happy with that, aren't you?
1: I'm well happy. Oh. Even though he wasn't actually <laughs> shit this week. He was useless
0: this week. But that's quite a bit. Didn't he Oh, he didn't do that great at Hagley, plus he was wearing those fucking awful green trousers.
1: And also he was treating it very much like A day out in Shoesbury, slash, it's a treasure hunt.
0: I know, that's why I hate these episodes. Because it's just a bit, it comes across as that to some candidates, it's just like, oh, I hate it. Everybody. We are back again to Get Fired, an apprentice podcast. Would the man I'm speaking to over Skype right now introduce himself, please?
1: Hi, I'm Terry.
0: Wait, I thought I was Terry. Well, I want to be Terry for now on. In that case, then, I will be Kenny, who is a work-shy fop and got up ten minutes ago. Oh, Meow. <laughs> Oh, yes. Um, regardless of this, we are back once again, and we'll bring you a little bit of a different tack this week. We're going to talk about multiple firings, because as some of the most astute of you may have noticed on Twitter, and sent me angry emails about it, yeah, we kind of skipped an episode, because Kenny had internet problems. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Terry had internet problems.
0: Well, wait, how does that work? Because then surely Kenny did Ah, this is confusing. I can't take this anymore, Kenny. Uh, ah. OK. We'll stop doing that. All right, so I'm Terry. Yeah. You're Kenny.
1: So. My, my, my internet was not very good last week. So, um, I'm sorry. There wasn't much I could do
0: about it. It's OK. Here, here here's a hug through the internet. Ah. It's nice, isn't it? We forgive you, Kenny. These things happen, folks. But we're here to talk about V now, of course. Also, uh, we'll talk about the firing from this week's episode, and also just sort of random falls. I right? so let's just say we endeavour to evolve in these tough times. Oh dear. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm here for. So, Kenny, let's cast our lovely audience back. Back was it two weeks ago? to the time yeah, of, it's of
1: episode three and what a glorious time it was. Oh, there's still... There was two more candidates. There was Sunshine. There was Happiness. They all sat in their front room before they found out about the task. They were all loving each other at this point. Still, so not that they don't all love each other now, but, yeah, there, there's some clear providers, which we'll get to later on. Of
0: course, there was a more beautiful time of when Evolve... Was still a girl centric team and they were still pretty bad, I must say. There's that as well. So, in case you have the result here now, easily. Th- the girls constructed, do you remember the name of what product they produced? What have I got written down?
1: No, unless it was that tool I was mentioning to you beforehand,
0: before we recorded. Come oh, comes in a second. No, we, I. it was, of course, the tidy sidey. Oh,
1: of course. Sorry, yeah, I remember. I can remember all the jokes
0: about it now. <laughs> Oh, some brilliant ones in there from Lord Sugar. I am sorry. any of the
1: girls who are watching it, but, you know, it was quite easy to rip into. Oh, yeah.
0: Kenny, describe the tidy siding.
1: Essentially, in a nutshell, it was a box on wheels. Yes. And looked, which looked a bit
0: aesthetically pleasing. Just a bit. I call it aesthetically unpleasing. What kind of grey was that? That was horrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could have gone for, like, a baby blue or a, a creamy yellow or something like that.
0: Yeah, something to, it would be something to brighten up your room. You could have, like, a different colour ones. Instead, you've got some like gunmetal grey that you see on so like the Vader. Oh, I was going to say alien. Because, you know, it's got oh. quite bland, you know, spaceship mill space, not bothering to paint it for the practical purposes to boost morale, just makes it look all depressing. Just a, it's just like a horrible grey cloud of shit in the sky. Aww. Sorry, but it was a horrible thing to look at. Uh, but here's the thing, we have Natalie heading up that task, and then she lets usma supposedly creative designer, run wild on it. I I think in...
1: You... Well, is that running wild,
0: putting a box of whales? Oh, you <laughs> could say it's rolling wild. <laughs> oh, Kenny, firing the this week, son.
1: I know, I, I did hear that I <laughs> tried to
0: ignore it. <laughs> no, no, you will <laughs> acknowledge that.
1: In the sea.
0: Compare this complete abortion of a product to what Alex produces. The Foldo, which is my new favourite invention of all time ever. No backsies. <laughs> Under the watchful eye of Jordan It absolutely mullered the tidy side In this sales task Oh definitely, definitely. Uh, Would you like to hear some numbers Because you've been hogging the numbers game For the last couple of episodes
1: Go on, your turn. your turn I like sharing
0: <laughs> Sharing is caring Evolve only sold 174 Of <laughs> The tidy side Terrible Crushed completely by Endeavour's three thousand two hundred and sixty. That is just awful. I reflects back on the product though. That's
1: a that's about if mass is right, about three four percent of what the lads did. Um,
0: bro. I tell you what, let's work that out, shall we? So what? What we'll do? We'll on the counter.
1: See if you can do it first.
0: So it's going to be 174, divide that by 3,216, then, oh, Ken, you're so close, 5%. It's not
1: bad, is it? That's quick maths in my head. That's
0: just pretty good. Shows why you're uh, the main man on this podcast. Perhaps I should be on
1: the show. That's about as good as some of the math skills we've seen on this display.
0: You're definitely better than Alex. <laughs> I won't do that. By the way, what do you think of Alex's ass?
1: I'd rather not see it
0: again. But it was there. Uh, do you remember the episode of Simpsons where Ned Flanders is wearing, like, a ski suit? Homer has a daydream, and he's just shaking, with just, just Ned Flanders, like, in his skin-tight ski suit, just shaking his booty, going, It feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. It just reminds I- me of that. Ugh, stupid, sexy Alex. If there was one thing I could really critique, uh, endeavour on this week's task, it's pretty much that Alex just shaking his bum right in front of. Was it the catalog salespeople? I think it was. Yeah. 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 Apart from that social mishap, I don't really have any complaints. Strong product sold extremely well. Very well. I mean, let's be honest, week three was a complete disaster.
1: Yeah, it was the pinnacle of their poor performances.
0: So, let's be honest, it is three weeks in a row they lost, to to which I replied, they are completely, utterly shit. That's being a bit harsh, perhaps, because there is some, um, like, Rebecca, I see potential in, but still, it's just kind of there. So, we'll talk about who came back to the broad room then, because then Natalie she was project manager of the week, and she brought in back Usmer for her design flops, and then Sophie. Random, random, nothing, nothing, Sophie. Yeah. I really don't think she does herself any favours when she's in the final three. And she's going to Lord Sugar, oh yeah, I don't do design, I don't manufacture, I don't sell, I don't pitch. Yeah, that's the question of for Lord Sugar. What the
1: hell do you do? and
0: Why are you here? Yeah, exactly. But then she goes, "Oh, I do market research." Well, yeah, but you have to do all you have to do all these skills in the Apprentice. Yeah. So I don't see what <laughs> what the point of her just saying that is no. in front of Lord Sugar because he's just going to look at that and just think, "Well, you used to say go."
1: She, she's basically firing herself.
0: Yeah, and I don't think she even realised she was doing it.
1: Perhaps we should give her a shovel.
0: To dig herself her own grave.
1: Well, one of them.
0: So why are we giving Sophie the shovel again, sorry?
1: Well, she's digging a hole for herself. Figure it out, Terry. Fuck it out. Oh, perhaps Jesus I, Christ. Perhaps,
0: perhaps I'm the one that should be waking up there. Sorry, people. I did think, like, Asma wasn't exactly covering herself in Glory, which is essentially her design, because she has got this um, product design background.
1: Yeah, I mean, she pushed hard on the design. She was so sure it was going to make it look good, and all the rest of it, and saying about her creative background, in in doing that, if it backfires, you have hung yourself out to dry.
0: Indeed. I mean, it could be like... I mean, you could do an okay product and kind of sneak away. But if it's bad, I mean, the level of bad, like, um, the tidy, tidy, the tidy side it was, then you have to leave yourself no options, really. Natalie, though, she... <laughs> Did you honestly see any leadership skills from her this week, from this episode? I can't say much. No, I've, I've heard at times,
1: it was Louisa jumping in. Natalie had the head of PM but Louisa was also pushing in her ideas and
0: wasn't it, as if it, like, Natalie was taking up and taking control that's it this is a thing though because if you look at it the boys had a similar situation whereas you have Alex kind of I'm not saying pushing him but Jordan allowed him to space to run wild but then he did produce a superior product
1: yeah so, it
0: was an idea that, it wasn't just like Jordan went oh I like
1: that all the lads were like,
0: we like that. I mean, even Lord Sugar gave it praise. He said, this is probably one of the best products I've ever seen in this boardroom. Yeah. So, let's be honest, Alex is going to be in uh, Lord Sugar's good books. Well, I think he's lost two weeks since. Yeah, he's lost two weeks since, but I think he's covered himself a bit of glory, but we'll discuss that later. Since you mentioned it, Kenny, earlier, the toolless. I've got one down here, toolless idea, excellent. Now, I haven't got a clue what it was. Well, I don't know what it means. It was
1: it was a buzzword that all the girls, I'm pretty sure all of them, were using. And it was there was no oh 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 oh.
0: oh, oh. Sorry, (laughs) I've got it now. The idea is you can put it together without tools. Oh for God's sake, right I get it. because I can't written down on my notes here Lord Sugar's quips like oh you don't it's clueless it's more like clueless right
1: yeah I get it now Tool nuts. (laughs) Right. I feel like a tool now myself
0: I know the feeling because you just brought me up on it uh, a minute ago so how does it feel Kenny (laughs) not as duff as yours I say I
1: just have
0: to figure out for myself <laughs> I'm actually out of the podcast <laughs> no I'll keep it in it's funny <laughs> to be fair though Natalie bringing back in the right people I mean Sophie Nuzma they're showing the two weeks build up and the third episode itself. they shy away from responsibility yeah at least you could say for us she kind of had a go at Natalie in the boardroom while Sophie just kept there in the corner quiet just thinking oh it's
1: going to be fine. i said Natalie and usma have shown fart in spirit but Sophie sat there as though she was going on a cinema trip. <laughs> <laughs> to see what, Phil? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Boardroom outtakes or something. I don't know.
0: What do you think she's just there? It's, it's almost like almost what Ozma did the week after. I was, I'm just
1: waiting for a crack open the popcorn and get out a
0: can of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> i just sit there in the corner just watching them fight at home. I
1: maybe, have a, maybe have a spiral straw with a coat, kind of like that. Oh,
0: can you still but get
1: those? You can. Or you just make it spirally.
0: <laughs> can you actually make straws spirally? Because surely, because they're straight yeah. straws, you just. Bartenders do it, don't they? They just
1: get like a stick or a pen, plastic straws, and whip it around. Oh,
0: okay. Just so I always thought, like, when you bend straws yourself, this is going to go like a bit nasty, aren't they?
1: No, but they're like really. You know, bendy all over the shores, aren't they? So you can do it. Oh, okay. Surely you've been in a cocktail bar and seen that, or a pub that does cocktails. Um,
0: no, I must admit I'm quite a massive pint man. Oh, I, the- yeah. I had wine for. I had wine. I have cocktails, but I mean, you just see it happen. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to take the Kurt approach to this zero tolerance, right? No, I've never seen it, so it can't happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we talk about you, Centimetres. <laughs> I can't get over that. Oh. Sorry, I digress. We're talking on... So, let's motorboat to the end of this. Because um, there's not really much to talk about, is there, really? At the end of episode three, firing. Sophie doesn't do anything, gets fired.
1: That's, yeah, that's it, really. It was qu- quite quick and seamless.
0: I mean, it's a bit like... You probably could have the case, I mean... Lord Sugar gave it out to Natalie and Ozma. She said to Ozma, you're only in on credentials and we all know with that be, these kids. Her being fired. Oh right. Of course. I did like though how Ozma did say she wasn't responsible yet it was her design that sucked.
1: I don't think Osma real realised where her fault lay in the task.
0: Lord Sugar sets up this long-standing plot for Fred of Natalie being on thin ice and he did kind of give her the benefit of the doubt for this week only. To be fair though, um, we get back from the episode after Neil turned around and gave her quite a bit of praise in the boardroom.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did actually, to be fair.
0: So she's showing something, but we're about to talk about something in a minute. Just before we leave episode three and fold out, to leave us forever. Sophie, in tears, on taxi ride home. And she said she wanted to keep her dignity in class and she tried at the task. No! How can you say that? She didn't at all.
1: She didn't do anything.
0: No, not at all. She had botched a sale in week one. Yeah. did nothing in week two. And week three, we see, she just moans, oh, I only do market research, so don't do anything else. It's just,
1: she just didn't help herself in the bold room, and she didn't really show enough fighting spirit. If she at least owned some fighting spirit, then Lord Sugar could have just as easily fired over the other two. Because the task was managed disastrously, so that could have been that late. But then equally, as we just said, Osma's design, and she's a design person. So she was doing what she's allegedly great at and she cocked it up.
0: Exactly. I don't really see how she can, you know, make herself look... So I... all she had to do is show a bit
1: of fire and she could easily have still been There.
0: Exactly, because it could be argued that whilst... I've got this theory. Is it worse to do a job bad or to do nothing? We've discussed this once before I always maintain in a way it's worse to do a job badly yeah is
1: still- because that piece is showing you trying I mean it could be just that day it didn't work or you know, it could be other people on the team if it comes down to you just you're trying to sell and you're doing a terrible job at selling and you're not doing showing it any sign of but you can sell and negotiate then yeah you're going to be out because you're not just doing a job badly but you just clearly can't do it but if you are, you're really trying, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to lap people up and sweeten them up and get a deal going, but just places you go into don't want it because say the product's bad, then
0: you've done your best. It's not your fault that what you're trying to sell is poor. I can see where they're going from. Yeah. So when you see um, someone who literally does nothing, hey like Sophie, it just does my head in.
1: Because they, they just spare capacity.
0: Mm. Yes, exactly. It's a bit like, Oh, you are giving us one forward opportunity to compete for a £250,000 investment It's your business. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Ah, uh-huh. There's one thing we didn't discover about Sophie. Do you remember way back in our episode zero, we talked about how, oh, if it wasn't for my skills, I wouldn't be alive by now? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had the really morbid one, didn't she? And we, we were like... What did she do? We need to find this out now. Well, we'd never find out. this to say, I think it's a load of bollocks she made up just to get on The Apprentice. I say it's time to leave the dark, dark days of episode three and trundle off to some fairly, con- fairly controversial waters now, wouldn't you say, Kenny? It certainly is. It certainly caused cool a stir online. We, last night, after I watched the episode... We, we kind of had quite a bit of a lengthy debate about the boardroom this is at the end of the fifth episode now yeah week five six, okay. of, six episodes podcast people oh, oh, don't start don't again I've got enough to think about that when I put, started putting the names wrong it's the fifth episode it's not shut up Terry just stick to it so we're on the fifth episode now and this is our Fourth numbered podcast. Yes, that's right. Okay, cool. Chill. Sure. That's fine. We got this, people. Now, how would you like to approach this massive, massive, squinchy black symbol of awkwardness we're going to call the great sexism debates, Kenny? <coughs>
1: yeah. I think, obviously, that they're serious. Accusations being made and allegations, and I think from what I watched the episode, because me and Terry, when we were going to talk about it last night, we did a slightly different takes on it, but what we did agree on um, was he was he's certainly being rude. Zishan, we're talking about these are who the accusations are made.
0: Should we just sorry? We'll just explain it. Basically, uh, Zishan brings back into the boardroom Natalie and Leah. Different reasons. As soon as Z Shan sits down, though, and it comes across Natalie, to be fair, though, this is the first time Natalie could speak after being told she was coming back into the boardroom. Yeah. And so, straight off the bat, we get Kenny.
1: Yeah. So, Natalie, she makes an accusation that Z Shan's a sexist. Now, these accusations are strong and they're, they're quite broad. Broad, but what I will say, I think in Natalie's defence, one thing me and Terry did agree on is from Natalie's point of view, if you've watched the episode, you can see why she feels Zishan's being sexist because particularly how he is with her, because he's certainly rude to her in the episode. Like right? there's one point where in, in there's a there's a scene where Zishan's in the car and he's trying to sort out some logistics and Natalie's trying to have her input, and Zishan just more or less ignores her, he's quite rude to her, and she's just not allowed to get involved. Now, I can see from her point of view that she she take as him just not letting her doing anything. It's certainly rude, and maybe from her point of view, you can see why it's sexist, but then to say he's sexist would be saying he's the same with Leah. Now, he was rude with Leah, but equally, she was rude with him, and I think with them two, it was more of an issue that... They just—they clearly don't like each other.
0: No, I'm gonna—I'm gonna jump yes. in here because Natalie, I think her argument, without sounding too male, sorry, does have merit. But when yeah. Leah starts jumping on after Z shouting, "Oh, you're sexist! You're sexist too!" It's only after Natalie says it. Yeah, this is
1: that's crazy. why I think from Leah's point of view, it's more jumping on a bit of a bandwagon—the pin on Z. I I do feel that because it was just Leah and Z didn't get on. I mean, they were they were both being rude to each other and being quite obnoxious to each other. Yeah. throughout the time. I mean, from the very off, the moment Z said he wanted to be here which is fair enough and it made sense. I mean, Leah didn't just say, "Oh, but you know, can I have a pitch and I'd like to be it." She was just straight away trying to rub him up the wrong way.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like things like she's made herself yeah. project, you know, sub project manager. It's a bit like, yeah. To be fair. I mean,
1: Z didn't deal with that the best way, but equally, if you're project manager and someone's telling you, oh, I'm going to be your sub team, you would be a bit like, well, hold on a minute. When did yeah. this happen?
0: Yeah, exactly. Who, you know, made you boss, to be fair? Although, to be fair, yeah. he could have handled that a bit, brilliantly. It's like we said, well, okay, yeah. if you, you're project manager, but I'll let you be sub project
1: manager. Yeah. I mean, he could have been, say, more professional and just fit, mm. thought to himself, what the hell? Mm. But just gone, okay, fair enough, yeah, there's something.
0: The thing is though, these two, <laughs> my point is, these two have been at their throats the throat entire episode. Regardless yeah. of Natalie bringing in the sexist <laughs> debate, Leah coming in and joining it as well, after they've been fighting, I think her side of the argument is that it becomes invalid.
1: I, I can see your point
0: on it, yeah. Because while well, you've been fighting already, this is just another bigger stick for you yeah. to get, you know, smash C Shannon.
1: It's quite a. It's more like a four by four stick you bring into it. Isn't this it? is
0: this is a little bit of a nuclear weapon. Let's be honest, of boardroom tactics.
1: Yeah, it, it's not a pleasant tactic either.
0: No, I, I felt incredibly awkward going through, and I act because of the BBC's. Oh, I must bring this up as well. Uh, because of the BBC's scheduling, so we got it on Tuesday night this week instead of Wednesday. I didn't actually realise until I got home after 10 o'clock after work on uh, Tuesday night. Oh, it's already been on. Because I was trying to compete with, um, was it Britain's Got Talent? Something like that. Anyway, I was a bit knocked off. Because of the scheduling, I already knew the result of the episode. So I it was actually quite refreshing to sit down and watch an episode and see how it turned out. Because uh, yeah. I could just see on uh, Z-Chan's Twitter feed about how, oh, no way, you were sexist. And i was be like, oh, okay. So I was looking out for that. There is moments you can constitute <laughs> down as being sexist, if you want to yeah. interpret it like that. But to me, it shows off Z-Chan's rather chauvinistic and... Arrogant. Yes, arrogant attitude. I mean...
1: He's, he's definitely... Arrogant. I mean, whether you like him or not, and I know you do, he's definitely shown throughout. He's very sure about his ability and that he's this great salesman. I mean, like, we looked at week, week three just now with the Foldo O-Chair, because of course those of you who jumped in onto this episode will know that we did um folder after we should have. Um and on that one he was saying what a great salesman. He didn't make the sales, he did poor exchange. Jordan ended up having to go with Kurt as their uh, picture. You know, that's how bad he was doing when sales is gonna be his trick, you know? Sweet. And on, on this episode he was very like, look, Put your maps away. I know Dubai, like the back of my hand, you don't need any maps. I know what these things are. I can tell you everything. I know exactly where you're going to
0: get it. We're going to get this much, whereas they're going to pay that much. And Bringing you back to the boardroom a bit, where's each hand go for that attitude? Leah says at the end of the episode, so you're proving right with his attitude, what he'd be like. So already I yeah. feel it's like a personal attack from her. Yeah, when Because it's definitely... On the start of the
1: past three episodes, at the start, there's been comments made about Z by other people. Uh, we, we don't know, as viewers, if they're fair or not, because we don't know what's going on in the house. No. Some of it could be totally unfair and slanderous, but maybe some of it holds weight, especially when it's different people bringing it up.
0: It, we've had this running plot thread last, of a bullshitter. And to be honest, I did pass comments on it, and to where so it was just like, where's this come from? Yeah, exactly. It's just, there's no real sign. It's one thing to say we see something and then it's a bit like, oh, he's a bullshitter. But like, we've yeah. really seen it until this week's episode, where it's all come yeah. out of this. But the, coming back to the sexism, I mean, not one point, though, do we get anything from Shan that, okay, sexism is a very broad brush. There's many forms. I mean, you, you can have, like... Uh, builders shouting down at ladies all down the road, that's sexism. Yeah. At one point, though, we don't see anything going to, like, s- solid, definite sexism, like, oh, you stupid girl. I think, yeah. The, it's like we say, we don't see everything, so we don't know. But, like, as I yeah. said, there was moments where you could constitute it as sexism. It's like when, after Kurt sells the plant, no, buys the plant, sorry, yeah. It's like yeah. him and Zeeshan do a bit of a high-five thing, and that leaves I mean, us in the background going, yay. But then afterwards, yeah, we don't know. They could turn around and hug. They could do. They couldn't have done. But the thing is, we don't know based on the editing of the episode. No. I, but the thing that I think is
1: key, I think what's the absolute key, is, I mean, like Lord Sugar and old it for a bit, you know, just to hear if there was any weight to it. But for me, the real, real sticking point, because it wouldn't, the accusation wouldn't come out just based of, on the base of one task. It would be stuff that said in the house and that as well. That people really felt it was happening. And I think, given strong, powerful woman she is, if Karen Brady had felt that Zishan was sexist, she would have brought it up. Mm. And, I mean, she was she was following them as well. And yeah. she would have brought it up if she felt Zishan was sexist. Because she's the type of person who will step in and go, Hold on a minute. This is what I saw, this is what happened. And you know, when someone's trying to make an accusation or claim someone's bullshit and,
0: mm.
1: and she does step in.
0: The only other things The <laughs> only other things I can say apart from Natalie to like other girls. Have we seen any other evidence of she being sexist? Not really. Because in the same episode, I mean, the, the only
1: one, and I think it was week three, where the girl, you know, it's still always the girls at the start of it. I'm pretty sure it was that week, and Z made a comment in the house of, "Come on, let's beat them again." So, but then I'd put that oh. same kind of as like what you said about builders shouting at a girl down the street. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that at all. Oh no, no, I can't, Is, I, no, I can't call that. I don't think there's evidence where he seriously looks down upon women.
0: No, I, no, I, I can't constitute that as well. That's just joking. It's a bit like, well, they're the other team. It just so happens they're a team of girls. I, I can't constitute that as, yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, you can not spin it that way. I, uh, true, but. While well, I was talking about more this week's episode, it's like whilst Z and Leah were on the phone, when Leah went against these commands, the project manager went to a mall, silver market, and yeah. he asked to speak to Neil. Because I think, while she can constitute, you can interpret that as like, oh, I don't want to speak to a woman, I want to speak to a man. I think,
1: well, I think... More so because Leah was being so difficult.
0: Yeah. I, it's like, well, you're going against what your project manager is asking you to do. She's almost going rogue. Yeah. So... It's all that. I honestly can't think, see anything we've seen on a show. I really don't think is anything like that now. Yes, he's been ignorant, condescending at times, like we've seen with Jason. So we know we do have it. I think it's just a massive dramatic leap from Natalie yeah. to come out and say suddenly, "Oh, you're a sexist." Now I, I, I can only argue that me and Kenny are men. And I must be honest, I've never been in this situation where I've been put down because of my gender. But I do think her complaints against Zishan, from what we've seen on this week's episode, can be misread due to his personality and cockiness.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. overall, I think you raised a very good point before you said that, though. is He's equally being like it with some of the lads as well. Like, and particularly the ones he perceives as weak, like Jason...
0: Yeah, I mean, that week's episode when he was given out to him on the street, that was... Uh, highly unprofessional. Very. So... It's it, so It's not limited to your gender. So It's just it's just a character
1: trait of z sharp mm. I suppose.
0: So, it makes me wonder, though... I'm quite happy to be the sexism there, to be honest, because, I mean, I don't really think... It's there if you want to interpret it as that, but personally... I think it's such... Like I said, it's the nuclear bomb been going off in the boardroom. I think Natalie was worried that because it was her fourth time in the boardroom alone. Not actually yeah. in the final three, but there. But Lord Sugar's noticed her before and he's even said, you're on thin ice. That was back in episode three. Now, granted, you did have Neil back her up in episode four in the boardroom, but now back here, she's back in the firing squad again. I think it's pulled out the bag to something. She, she said, well, Z Shan did do a pretty bad job, but she's still worried. She could go. This is the thing, we don't know in the boardroom because she's had that bad record. So I think she must have played tactics. It's, it's also almost saying, right, if I use this tactic and say this, I don't think Lord Sugar would have to fire Z Shan. So it's well, quite a claim to, be, uh, to make. I think- I think you're making
1: quite a leap, too, to suggest that she's using tactics. I think she, I think, i go back to my point, but from her point of view, you can see why she thinks he's sexist.
0: Yeah, and I... So, I'm not, I think from that
1: point of view, you can see why, so I don't think she's making a leap. I think it's making just as much a leap to say that she's using tactics.
0: I just feel as come... She's certainly got the passion behind her when she's going on about it. She, she gets really angry right in his face like points again giving out saying do you have a problem working with women etc and alright I perhaps it is a bit much for me to say it is tactics but I just feel she said it to the point where she would almost guarantee it because I don't think Lord Sugar would want the hassle of an unhappy squad of candidates if you understand what I mean like working with Zishan after this has been claimed in the boardroom.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I just think from Natalie's point of view, it was more so that she did feel it was the case. I think that's how how it has to, or ought to be perceived is that, that on balance, it's fair to say that Zishan perhaps isn't sexist, but. From Natalie's point of view, he was. See why?
0: Yeah, I. I said, I agreed already with that. Already, I did. Um, <laughs> Notice so, Lord Sugar did say after the firing of Zishan, it was quite. Um, he did make quite a strong point of saying she was on very, very thin ice, and to be honest, at times I did actually think it could have been a double firing.
1: I mean, it did look like at one point I was going to get rid of her because it was a bit of like what we discussed, with Sophie. Whereas, all you come out and come out and the boardroom, but on the task, where's the same passion?
0: Mm. This, this is what. Get, we're walking away now from sexism. This is just about Natalie coming back in the boardroom. She, I feel like she doesn't really do much until she's in there.
1: Well, that's what Lord Sugar said as well. I mean, quite openly said it
0: I know we've just had a in debate, but I feel like she's been quite a bit of a wallflower in proceedings. In the sense that oh. she won't do anything that we see during the tasks or not a very good job until we get into the boardroom. Then she comes out, like, all guns blazing with such passion. And to be fair, it is quite impressive, just to turn around and bring it all out. I mean, you look at the she said, Sophie not really doing much, so she, she was a bit of a walkover. Zishan was a bit of a dead man walking as well after his actions on the task itself
1: yeah he was he was definitely fired for just doing a bad job at the task
0: he was very poor all comes down at a moment. I just feel like if Natalie's brought back in again for whatever reason, I think she'll be straight B off yeah well I
1: think it's clear that he said the first time she was in I got watch you closely, which showed he was close to firing her. But this week, he's like, look, you know, I don't want to see you here again.
0: Who was the, I'm sure it was a couple of seasons ago, or even last season, who was the one that had the double firing? But he did really badly, in like, despite the fact he was on the other teams. And the first time he was brought back into room, Lord Jesus says, I really don't want to see you again, otherwise I'll be trouble. And the next week he got brought back in again.
1: I haven't got a clue. I can't remember.
0: He was quite a weasley little character.
1: You don't mean Steve from last year, do you? Was, oh, could be. I threw through the gauntlet down way, he said, Oh yeah, I'll win next week if you keep me. So the Lord Shaker Captain, he was project manager, cocked up. So he's like, look, you said you'd do this, you
0: didn't, yes. goodbye. Yes. Oh yeah, Steven. Yeah. Let's get on to the meat and bones end, away from this awkward, awkward sexist debate. Why did Zishan fail this week?
1: He always lay his own beds from the beginning when he was saying how he knows the bar like the back of his hand, he, you don't need any match, just listen to me. I mean like, yeah, fair enough, there's some ground in that because he, he lives there and he works out there from what I gather. Hmm. But hmm. to say all, all that, I mean things like he got a couple of products wrong, and gave him well, I mean, he gave some guidance, but again, it wasn't the clearest of guidance. Because the fact was, because he knew it, he was therefore you don't need to know it, you just need to listen to me. And the fact is that, no, they still need to know it. <laughs> yeah. You've got a sub-team out there who are looking for stuff. They need to know exactly every detail instead so of not having to phone you every five minutes.
0: I feel that it was a bit of a poor showing all rounder on the entire um, yeah, team. there seemed to be no no one seemed to know what they were
1: doing, and that's not just from Z Shang. I mean, just the sub team of um, Leah, Alex, and Neil, they were just kind of pondering about. They didn't seem like whenever they get the chance on a deal to make an effort and go for it.
0: No, I mean, plus, how long were they in that um, market? And they were, all oh, we haven't brought anything all day. And it was a bit like saying, well. To be fair, you see the other team doing research. Yeah. Oh, and that's it. Or the other
1: thing is, you think, right, okay, he insists we've got to go to the market. Let's find another market.
0: Yeah. They were there all day at the one. And, well, you know, it's just like, well, why stay there? It's not doing you any good. Go. Yeah. So, we have that. They didn't really follow sex. The out to them, like Neil... He just brought like a discount, forgive me, I'm not too sure of the term, a jar. A
1: candora.
0: Yeah, thank you. He didn't get the correct candora, he got like a bargain basement one as opposed to a nice high quality one. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah, well done for negotiating it, but you wrong, brought the wrong item. Yeah, The
1: the attention, the detail's not there. And also, I felt with Neil on that, where he could have been at fault was because he was more like i oh, got a sale on the board and so on so you know, cleared my name sort so of speak and rather than, it was just a bit like look, it's not a treasure hunt and <coughs> necessarily about making sales it's about getting the right items and if, if he'd turn around and go hey guys, we can get this type of candura in this place over here let's go now and Leo or Alex see your deal he'd get equal credit in the boardroom because he located it for them to buy it
0: this is, this is my problem. I really don't like these episodes. In fact, I'd probably say this is the best one I've seen in a while. But this is all because of the extra additional tension that we get in the boardroom after the end of it. I just hate the idea of the candidates treating us like, Oh, look, we're in another country. Let's go around. as like a fun treasure hunt. It's like, it's it's not. It's, it's a serious task. You're actually buying and sourcing these things. It, you're doing it's it for a, another culture. This is what it's meant to teach them, isn't it? And, yes. Yeah.
1: And you've got a deal internationally when you're in the be to business, so...
0: Yeah. And they just fail badly. I just don't... Just, personally, it just wipes me off. I don't know how you feel about this format of these tasks. I mean,
1: just the thing that annoys me is, like, time and time again,
0: people treat it like a
1: treasure hunt. You think by now, especially those who if they've watched the show they think like look it's not a treasure hunt mm. but when you think that would be common sense as well it's like no we've got to find the you know the best items at the cheapest and negotiate and people don't think that, they're like oh we can get it there right let's buy that it's like well you could have gone to shop next door and got it half the price
0: <laughs> my main bugbear is we were discuss this last night we know we don't get the internet well they don't get the internet rather but it would be so handy if they did just got like price runner or something like that. Also, we could fantastic lack of. It's got the common sense. Let's be honest. Of what? How many was? Did you say centimeters in a foot? He said
1: twelve centimeters in a foot.
0: To be fair, you can have a massive go at him saying that, but then surely it wasn't like Natalie or Sham Champagne like, up and go. No, that's wrong yeah
1: well Natalie was actually going yeah that's right I think the beef at the G stand he was in the middle of the phone call ordering it so I think he was just a bit more like oh someone tell me it he heard a number I was like yeah yeah that's fine so says these measurements and if you get what I mean I, I mean it's still not great because he's actually just not the thought is that right oh yeah it is right because it's it's the sort of matter you shouldn't even think about you should just know there's 37 and foot I'm 12 inches in the foot um but with Z Shannon, well we'll give a bit of kudos. It was he was in the middle of negotiating what they wanted on the phone, so your concentration's not 100% no. on what's going on around you.
0: I would say he did quite a fair bit of the work. He did quite a fair bit of the work when he could have easily passed off to Natalie or Kurt for his side of the team. I mean, realistically, what did Kurt do? I mean, he managed to wangle down that plant by about 50%, which, that's pretty impressive. At the same time, I just still think...
1: Yeah, Kurt didn't do much on this task.
0: Before, I kind of got a bit of a thing to talk about with Kurt. Is there anything else you would like to bring up about the... It was actually Zsav's team this week. I'm confused now. Is it Evolve or Endeavour? Zsav's team is Endeavour. Oh yeah, he has been traded back. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I just wanna get that cleared up. So there's nothing else you want to talk about on Endeavour side? No, I, I feel we covered the key points though. Okay. Is it me the three tasks Kurt has featured in, he has balls up his side of it, I think. Yeah. Because we've had the milkshake, sales so the week before. And I feel he was lucky in the sense that Usma was there. She got absolutely sniped at the boardroom. And then, if he got brought back in this week, I think... Well, you can't... Over... I, see, I don't think Zeechan would have brought any other one other than Leah back in. I think he could have had a strong sense of going. Because so it was that he botched up when the uh, beer task as well. Yeah. That he made the decision to go to spend ages and ages at that country... Uh, beer festival where all the everyone else's prices were dirt cheap and he stubbornly kept at £4. Yeah, Yeah. you won, but it's still a bit of a failure in that sense. Yeah, I mean,
1: and also because it was the week before that he was brought in and warned like, don't make, because it's not, not like they're huge errors but silly small errors but shouldn't be doing because he made another silly small error Which cost him money, it would have been enough to say, like, look, you're just not paying close attention to what you're doing.
0: How do I put this about Kurt? He's quite. He is quite cocky. And what he does is right. I don't feel he has a lot of time for other people to say to him, oh, Kurt, we need to just run through this, see if it's okay. Yeah. It's just a case of him, right, it's my way, the highway. Don't like it. Which I don't think is the, really the right attitude, is it? Let's be fair.
1: Not when you got to work with other people.
0: No, I don't think. It. When times are your project manager, I can see him. Yeah, it's fine. Well, it it isn't, but it's fine to have an iron fist then, because you know it, it's him running the show. Okay, it's up to Kurt then. But all the other times it is it's a bit like Kurt should like be a lot more loose. I think these three big mistakes. If he was to walk in the boardroom next week, I don't think Lord Sugar would have much choice. Because he knows about these things, surely. Oh, he does. Nick and Karen pick up on it, don't they? I mean, here's the thing, though. Being reasonable, how many mistakes are you allowed to make? I suppose it is a case of how much you can get away with. Like, say, this week. I mean, I don't know. Even though Chan made a complete... cock-up the entire task. He could have been issued with something to equivalent a final written warning and just sacked off Kurt. Yes, yeah. Has shan He did sell a week... Two weeks? But he has made sales previously. You could argue it would be out of form, possibly. But then to go to his backyard and do it, alright, it's quite criminal. I'm, I'm not trying to stick up with Shan here. But I just think, well, Kurt's been consistently worse, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, but I suppose he's—he got lucky, didn't he?
0: He did. this Well, to be fair, Zishan's probably different game. So there you go. This is his own downfall. Cool to be fair, I—I've noticed we haven't really discussed um, evolved this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> because to be fair, <laughs> it's a a lot to say about them because
1: they just functioned and got on and.
0: Well, you won't have life, really. Um, yeah. I will pick up on a few things. Francesca redeemed herself after an also awful, oh, she's certainly evolved line from week two. Yes, I've been going up for, for a minute. I hate that line. She managed to do some decent bargaining. With yeah, the... she's looking
1: more confident as well.
0: I know, she's improved. I, I will make that. And your boy, Kenny, he's coming to his own for a whole now.
1: Jason. Do you want... Jason. Oh. Yeah, I mean... Jason the uh daft mad whatever he's trying to do in life and how he's got his fire in life but Jason was actually pretty good because obviously the other team Endeavour had Z and both teams were having problems on this Ood and even even um, Evolve thought this ode was his scent didn't they but Jason had the brightest spark after them walking around all day and not finding this particular Egyptian one he went well oh, is it something else <laughs> which none of the other it seemed obvious when you go around all day but no one else is thinking about it and he's like is it something else and it turned out yep it was something else and they got them an the oh. news I thought although personally when I first saw it I thought an ood was something out of Doctor Who yeah I corpse. wrote a tone of
0: my notes so I was expecting like some squidgy alien, just like sunbathing, Dubai, some chairs and like that. Did do capably well, bit of bargaining. He did. There he
1: did get, I just get something, and he's line off sweetened the pot. That's I heard sweet. that
0: he's <laughs> would you like to sweeten the pot? He's um, improved. We'll give him some credit there. He's not making my final four list. No. No. But I'm giving credit where it's due. He's improved. Same thing as Francesca. One thing I will say is, though, his sexy pyjamas. He got to answer the phone as well, Kenny. Yeah, I know. I wanted to bring
1: that up, but I wasn't sure if we are going that far back. I wrote down it, it was the boy in the striped
0: pyjamas. Oh, you swine. i put that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite impressed, Kenny, that Jason actually managed to beat both Louisa and Natalie to the phone for once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they were still
1: halfway down the stairs or just about to come down as he finished on the phone call. Do you think uh, Jason was uh, having a pre-emptive leech? Ah, oh, maybe. But also, it's 4.30 starts, so maybe maybe Jason's one of those people who gets up mega early, so he was up anyway, whereas Louisa and Natalie, they time it to be up right at the time of phone. when the phone goes. Or maybe when the phone goes, like five-ish, Jason's like in the shower. he was in his pajamas, so...
0: Ah. Uh, so maybe wait, at 4.30... This is oh. what I like to know about the show. Their like routines, <laughs> what they get up to. Do you think they could BBC can make their budget back for the next ten years if they just do, A uh, la Big Brother, live stream all day? <laughs> oh, what, I think uh, <laughs> what they get up to. Plus the space won't go up. <laughs> I'd pay for it though. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. I would be entertaining thing is though they're hardly in the house though so
1: yeah he's gonna watch it like two or three days a week
0: yeah I was like i oh, will off to Dubai now i oh, will off on a day around the countryside today it's all over right is there any other business from Kenny this week I don't think really we've discussed it and we've gotten we talked about the great sexism debate we talked about how z Sham pretty much botched the whole task for everyone you're anything else to talk about episode five, is there? No not really. Apart from Alex got offered Viagra. Oh how shall I forget that? <sighs> let's let's just say though, being being Welsh, I don't need it either.
1: <laughs> That's what you keep telling yourself.
0: I know. I But it makes me happy. That's all we want in our life, is for folks to be happy.
1: So I'm, by Viagra.
0: So going back then and Kenny at the end of it I feel a bit kin. Just to give Jason our MVP award. My one, at least. Oh, there was one thing I did want to say about Miles himself. We Connor. talked about how they were quite regularly gone with it. I didn't really think it was a particularly smooth move to wait for an hour. No, I, I agree that
1: he should have gone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't have paid up
0: front. No, because then it leaves them with, uh, well... Francesca went to bargain to see if they get a discount, because so they took the time, which is an excellent move. But then it was oh, just a bit if like... they paid up
1: front, they're not going to get it.
0: No. No, paid it's tough. It's just a bit like, did you get a receipt, mate? Did you get a receipt? Do you remember those old um, video... Uh, piracy ads?
1: Yeah,
0: I yeah. remember Do you remember it's like, the guy goes back, and he goes back to some cockney, he's going like... Oh, did you get a receipt, mate? Did you get a receipt? Alright, darn, how's about some full weddings? No, alright. Clearly, I watched a lot more videos than you in my childhood, Kenneth. Sorry.
1: I remember the adverts, but that's about it. I don't remember them that detailed.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I oh, know, i probably just go watch them on YouTube. In fact, I'm going to watch another one now before work. Hmm, sexy. Any other business? Just a, a little bit now, just want to talk about random. Stuff I talked about how Kurt is a bit of a dead man walking, but like, we've got some improvements. Is there anyone you think, apart from, I'm going to nominate Jordan as Mr. Consistent, because he is the five-time, 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 five-time winner of the week?
1: But this week, I don't think it was so good, because he was just kind of aimlessly taking his sub-team round that mall. And they weren't doing a whole lot. It, it was Jason, in fact, that like, you know kind of pointed out, um, you know, this food might be something else. And about, and also actually, there's a couple of times where John's like, "Oh yeah, you've got four hours," and Jason was like, "No, it's it's going to fly by. We need to hurry up." I don't think he
0: did a yeah.
1: terrible job.
0: No, but I mean, but then equally, what were they doing? Okay, I'll put it like this. He they did, they did manage to get the item sale, not as much as Endeavor did, but he did still no. manage to get like a bit of a tasty discount, at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose he did do well on getting that food for half the price, when it was like 1,800 dirham, yeah. and he got it for like <laughs> 900.
0: We can't. You can't argue against that. That is some smooth skills. I don't think Rebecca's done herself any disfavours. No, I mean, like,
1: last week, when she, um when they were doing the food task, the farm food task, it wasn't really her fault that Louise decided to shove her down the bottom and not be able to do anything else, but chop up potatoes and so on. But Re- Rebecca's done well for her, particular sales she's done well. It would have been nice to see uh, a bit of negotiating see what she'd like at that. Mm.
0: But perhaps the opportunity didn't present it itself on the day, we don't know.
1: Yeah, it could just be editing again, mm. but we can see her side of it, I don't know.
0: But then they did pretty much say they only brought the two items, so. Mm. We'll see. I do think she may. i got a funny feeling she'll be in the next episode quite a fair bit. Possibly. But it could be good, it could be bad, though.
1: Put on the away, day.
0: Yeah, um. I'm already looking at it, and it seems a bit too jokey for me to take that seriously. But then I suppose it's the concept of an away day is meant to be a bit of a laugh. Yeah, but what, they'll
1: have to be careful. It doesn't go... You know, Yes, it's got to be fun for the customers, but then equally they still will have to take it seriously and put on a good show.
0: Yeah. I, it has to be done to... to you know, to me, the end of the day, it's a day of entertainment, but like, there's already quotes from next week's preview saying, oh... <laughs> it was... They had reports back saying Oh we were treated like children and things like that Yeah it's, mm, Doesn't bode well really for one team Or it could be both We'll say Kenny Is there something else I think we should draw another I think this was I'll be honest we'll leave this in the podcast I think it was a bit of a tough episode to go through No I mean Those some contentious issues bring up I oh, know, this is its exciting. So I feel it's like the first time we've ever had, like, slightly conflicting opinions.
1: Hey, it's all good. I
0: oh, know. I still love you, big man. Aww. want I hug? Another internet hug? Go on, then. No, you had one earlier in the episode. Go off, you greeny bastard. Oh. That's all right. Still love
1: you, though. Sick. So, I need you to come back.
0: I oh, know, but I treat you mean to keep you keen.
1: It's not working now at the moment. You're not teasing me.
0: <laughs> I tease you all the time. What are you on about? Oh, well, oh, I've got something to tea. You. You're not doing a very good job. Oh, I think we should call uh, this relationship then and this episode to a close. So I am ready to talk about you lovely people, how you can follow us on Twitter. We're still uh, at Apprentice Fired. We have various candidates getting in touch with us, so keep looking at that. We do chat back to them as well. We do like to hear your views as well, to see how you think people are going. The Facebook page is still up and running. I should do a bit more than that, to be fair. Just search Get Fired Apprentice Podcast on like that. Like us, it's cool. Email us at apprenticegetfired at gmail.com if you're still into that. Your blog page is always apprenticefired.blogspot.co.uk with articles. I may even do a bit about this week's sexism, which some so sexist stuff at the moment. Also, excitingly, I haven't quite mentioned it on the show just yet, but we are now on iTunes, Kenny.
1: Oh, I did see on the Facebook page right. part about it.
0: If you go search for us on Get Fired for an apprentice podcast, you will find us. Please, please, please leave us a positive review with five stars. It will help us so we can expand our free lovely podcast about us to fools from Midwells who know nothing about business talking rubbish about The Apprentice but you can't say it's not entertaining at least is it Kenny? Hey, it's a bit of fun. Kenny I'm not going to give you another hug but I'm going to give you a high five. Oh yeah. One Oh I wasn't ready you just slapped me in the face. <laughs> Go on then. One two, three That'll do and that's it. We will record again next Thursday night to people unless something comes up. We will let you know about it on Twitter and various places. Thank you for listening again to Get Fired Apprentice Podcast. We hope you don't get fired this week. Say bye-bye, Kenny. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.